Dr. Meredith Williams, uh, Associate Professor of Math at Campbell University, Chair of the Department of Mathematics and ITS here. Uh, thank you so much for being with us on campus today. Uh, we're we're going to tell people you're at least six feet away, give or take. But, um, it's, uh, it's a really um, strange times here at Campbell University, and uh, the reason we have you um, on our podcast today is because uh, you're one of the many professors here who has had to very suddenly transition everything you do at Campbell to online, and we wanted to talk to you about um, the process and how it's been for you. But uh, first off, um, not just a professor, but anybody here has had to very suddenly transition and change the way they do things. Uh, how has the transition been for you? Um, so far, so good. Um, thanks for having me. Um, First of all, I'm adding podcasts to my list of firsts at Campbell for this week. So, um, But the transition is, is going pretty smoothly so far. Um, we have been told a few weeks, or I'm sorry, a few days early to uh, kind of be prepared for this possibility and start thinking about how we might translate um, our classes to online delivery. So I was kind of, I kind of had the wheels turning a little bit. Um, and I'm, I'm one who feels like I just need something to get started and then I'll figure out how to make it better later. And so my, my methods early on are pretty basic. I'm not, not going very high tech, but I'm getting the information uh, to my students and I'm gonna try to fine tune it as I go. But the students have been great as far as uh, being open to what I'm trying to do and, and being supportive. So um, I'd say uh, four days in this first week, I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, and, we, and we're gonna have a lot of questions about um, how you're doing it, but right. uh, for, for I guess my first question for you then is, um, you are uh, you're a very popular professor yeah. here on campus <laughs> among students. You've been you've received Professor of the Year awards here, and, and uh, you're very well liked. And I would imagine for you, a lot of um, your success deals with that person-to-person -person interaction, being able to be there with somebody um, as they're learning, and if they have problems, being able to talk to you face to face. Um, I, I imagine that all goes away here. So has that been difficult for you? That has definitely been strange. I've actually uh, thought in the past about the possibility of offering a class online and trying to become more familiar with how to teach math online and approached uh, AOE back in the fall about the possibility of teaching a class over the summer. And uh, they set me up with a training session and and everything was going pretty smoothly, but it was really overwhelming to me to figure out how to to do what I want to do online because I do want that that personal interaction. I want a, a class that's um, receiving information from me online to feel like they're getting the same delivery, um, the same everything that my in-class students would get. And so I worked through the training for about four months and um, was still very overwhelmed about the idea of making videos for my class. How was I going to let them hear my explanations of the concepts? And um, so they, they got back with me in the in February when they were making their, their schedule and asked me if I wanted to put my class on the schedule. And I backed out because I told them I didn't think three months was enough time for me to be ready yeah. <laughs> to teach an online class. Now you may have plenty more time. <laughs> and now I have uh, three days to figure out how to teach three classes online. Mm -hmm. So it, it was something I was, I was thinking about. Um, and so I, I wanted to make videos where I could show my personality and still um, 
you know, kind of try to put them at, at ease with the material like I would, I would try to do in class. It's, it's been much harder so far for me to get um, reaction back from them, um, but I'm working on some, some face-to-face meeting possibilities for that. And so you have three classes, you said. About yes. how many students are you dealing with this semester? Oh, probably about 120. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got two classes with about 55 and then one with about 12. And now are you doing the classes live or is this done um, where they, maybe they get your videos and then they you know, do the work and, and it all works out in the end? But, so it's, you're shaking your head, so it's not being done live. No, I don't, I don't do them live because I know that our students in it are in all sorts of situations back at home. And it's even though on campus they're able to come to my class twice a week at 11 o'clock, doesn't mean they'll be able to sit at home in front of their computer at 11 o'clock twice a week. Um, you know, I've got some I've heard back from who are having trouble getting their Internet access. Um, one of my students was relying on his public library for internet access and now that library is closing wow. and yeah. so he's looking for another option. Um, I have at least two who are international students who are trying to, to get home and so I certainly would not expect someone halfway across the world to be sitting in my class online at, at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. So I'm uh, presenting all the material that I would present on class through videos. Um, posting those videos, trying to post them a little bit in advance of when I would have actually seen them in class to give them more freedom to look at them as they have time. And I'm still, I'm setting deadlines. I, I typically have my classes do what I call reading quizzes so that I force them to read the notes before they come to mm. class. So I'm still setting deadlines for things like that, but for students who are having trouble meeting the deadlines, I'm, I'm adjusting them. Um, I'm just trying to keep them on track as best I can, but if we don't finish everything by Thursday at 12.30 that we would have finished in a regular class. That's fine. We're working around yeah. it. How do you see that going for the rest of the semester? Do you think you'll be able to cover the same amount of material? Or how do you feel you're preparing students in terms of getting their degree in this unprecedented era <laughs> of higher ed? I really think in two of my classes, um, I, I should have no problem getting them the exact same material okay. that I, I would have in class. So one of them is math for the liberal arts, and one of them is uh, logic. And in logic, I was actually a little bit ahead of schedule anyway, and so I'm feeling pretty good about that one. Uh, The one I'm most concerned about is um, probability and statistics uh, two. It's a 300 level class. So these are students I had in the fall for the first class. Now I'm seeing them second semester for the the follow-up class. And um, the vast majority of what we have left to cover um, is something called analysis of variance and simple linear regression, which probably doesn't mean much to you guys, but that's okay. The, yeah, the idea is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just nodding my head. <laughs> but there's a lot of background that we cover, you know, developing formulas, but actually doing the problems and analyzing the data, we use uh, computer software to do. Okay. And um, we focus on using SAS, which is available on campus to students, but they don't have it on their laptops and they don't have it at home. So I'm probably not going to be able to require them to program to complete projects, um, but I've, I'm figuring out how to still um, introduce them to how to program in SAS and how to interpret the output that they would get from that. That's what I'm going to focus on more than anything is, you know, if, if you have this data, how would you analyze it? And if this is the result you get back, what does it mean? That's so that's, that's going to be the biggest adjustment, I think. 
when we selected you as the professor we were talking to, um, it's because... You were the first to answer, no. You were the first. <laughs> well, we were, you were also the first we asked because you have an active Twitter presence. And uh-huh, we know yeah. that, well, we don't know because we don't know you very well. <laughs> but just based off the time that I spend on the Campbell University Twitter, um, seeing you and how you react to students, you seem like a very tech-savvy person. Oh, gosh. And so <laughs> that may or may not be true about you. But from what you've told us so far, um, just recording videos, uploading them. This doesn't sound like it's a super high-tech difficult, but we know that a lot of professors maybe are still using blackboards, projectors. We have a wide range of professors with varying um, levels of technology savviness, I suppose, is the word I'm looking for. So You're trying to bring age into this, aren't you? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to figure out how you see or if you are in contact with other professors, how it's going for them and how a student's day might be very different going from your class, which is straightforward, watch the video, to maybe someone who's doing a Zoom session, to maybe someone who's just emailing them a problem set. Like, do you think there's a consistent way of teaching online that we're doing or not? I think right now we're all over the map. Um, I think I'm probably really somewhere in the middle as far as the technology um, that we're needing to use. Um, I know people who record every lecture they do in class anyway and and post them, make them available. Um, And I know uh, people who have really barely used Blackboard in their classes. And and I'm somewhere in the middle. I I use Blackboard a good bit as far as posting notes. I've even done some quizzes and testing in Blackboard. But I had just never done video or discussion board, Mm -hmm. things like I'm doing now. But but I know there, there are some people that are just all over the map. I think... Um, what I've seen is uh, colleagues being really great about helping each other out. Um, for instance, on on Friday, um, you know, we're the math ITS department is in the College of Arts and Sciences, but our offices are over in the School of Business building. So the School of Business set up a session for their faculty to get more familiar with how to use Blackboard effectively okay. in this kind of situation, and they invited us in um, to sit in that. And so, you know people bouncing ideas off of each other, telling what, what has worked for them and what hasn't worked for them. Um, but I also think it's important for, for people to try different things out and figure yeah. out what they're comfortable with because I've heard some really great ideas. I'm just not sure how I would make it work in my math class. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's one thing that was really difficult for for well, the math part of my faculty, my ITS faculty are good to go. They're <laughs> yes, everything's already. Yeah, they they are are not having any issues whatsoever. But I think what was hard for my math class or my math faculty um, is that we are so um, whiteboard and dry erase marker. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've always said if you'll just if you need to learn math, just, just bring me pencil yeah. and paper and I'll show you yeah. how to do it. And so, um, you know, being able to to do that effectively online. It's, it's different from, you know, giving a, a history lecture or, or something where you're maybe referring to PowerPoint where you don't, you might highlight or, or circle mm-hmm. some concepts, but you're not having to, to draw up pictures right. or, or equations, yeah. you know. So we wanted something where we could, you know, have the students, we wanted to be able to work out problems and have the students be able to see what we were doing and hear what we were saying at the same time. Gotcha. And so um, we're, we're figuring that out and we're using different ways of doing it you know some some of my folks are using panopto um some are recording straight through a document camera 
Um, I'm very low tech. I, as soon as they announced this on Thursday, I went on Amazon, bought myself a, a stand for my iPhone, nice. and I just have it propped <laughs> up above me, taking a picture of my hand drawing. So, oh, wow. Um, how are they? I know we're barely a week into this, right. but um, some students, I'm not going to say Campbell students, might see this as an opportunity of, hey, I'm going to say, yeah, we're just at home. But how, how have you, you're 120 students, maybe not speaking for all of them, but how they reacted to this? Or are they um, are they taking this as seriously as you think they would in, in person? I think most of them are. I asked all three of my classes on Monday. I posted videos Monday morning, um, just kind of touching base with them and telling them my ideas for how I thought I would be able to run the class. And I asked them all to go to the discussion board and check in and just say, you know, I'm here, I've seen your video. Um, I can access um, the materials. Um, you know, to let me know that they're there and they're they're trying to keep up. And I also asked them to email me if they didn't feel comfortable, you know, posting their situation on, on the discussion board. And I think I've heard back from out of 120 or so, probably close to 100 of them really so good. far. Okay. And, and they're still trickling in. I had one uh, email this morning from a student that I had not heard from before, but he was traveling for the last three days and had just gotten internet. And so he's catching up. So I think, I think most of them are trying to stay on top of things. If we're all going to look for a silver lining through all this uh, as a professor, and for all of our professors maybe, um, what are you going to learn from this what, when, when you do get to go back to your classes? How will this experience have helped you? Um, well, I think that um, I'm definitely going to work in uh, videos into regular in-class um, sessions now. Um, I've always been hesitant to do it because I just didn't feel like I had the time to sit down and, and figure it out. And mm-hmm. now I'm being forced to. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna gonna definitely do that. I'm trying to make the videos that I'm making now. I'm trying to make them um, generic enough that I can use them in future semesters. Great. So um, hopefully I'll be able to use these. Uh, maybe have time and go back and, and catch up on the material we've already covered eventually, and have a full set of videos for a class. Um, so I, I think. Um, that, that that's definitely one way. And, and if I can get this discussion board to, to work out, I, I would like to use that more. Um, I, I'm, jury's still out on that one as far <laughs> yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, but public it's, forum can be great and also not. So. It, it, it's, it's awkward. I'm, I'm trying to get my students to, to post questions on the discussion board okay. that they have because I'm afraid that in a class of 55, you know, 20 of them may have the same question. If they're all individually emailing me, I'm answering the same things yeah, over and over exhausting. and over. So I, I asked them to post on the discussion board their questions so I could go in and answer them once, and they would always have a reference to go back to. Everyone could go and read the answers. Um, but they seem a little, they either don't have questions, and maybe my videos are just that amazing, <laughs> but they seem a little hesitant so far to post questions. I, I think they're afraid that they're the only person with of that course. question. And it's also a little bit hard to talk math through typed words sometimes. So maybe they just don't know how to to ask the questions yet. So we're still working on that. And because you are active on social media, we do see um, you post a lot of posts about your family. And you are a mother of two boys. Yes. Correct. Okay. And they're school age. They are. (laughs) And that means they're not in school right now. So um, how's that? How's that juggling act going for you? Uh, it's it's been interesting. Um, 
they, they've been home since, since Monday and my husband was off work on Monday. So I left them all at home and I came in and did as much as I could in my office, uh, with videos on Monday, but I've been trying to do some at home since then. And, um, they are not the quietest um, (laughs) children and they don't mean to be loud. They're just 11 and 13 year old boys. And so they think if they're not talking, they're not being loud, but they are loud in other ways. (laughs) I was also told I have to give them a shout out. So shout out Lee and John Duncan. I know people are getting a a kick out of that in your videos too. Maybe so. There, there was one, um, I don't know if I should tell the story or not, but I had asked my 13-year-old to please be very quiet for about 10 minutes while I recorded a video, and I got through all but about the last 30 seconds, and he got up and walked out and burped. (laughs) Very, very loudly, and I was about two seconds from, you know, you've got to be kidding me, but I looked at the timer on my video, and I was so close to being finished. I didn't want to have to redo it, so I just... Keep it in. Kept, Kept it going. in, and I, I posted the video, and I think the class has gotten a kick out of it. Someone <laughs> rated it a 9 out of 10 for, nice. for my reaction. So just had some things like that where, oh, you know, they, they they think they're being quiet, but, I but did not so much. I did a video call um, two days ago. I did a video call, and my uh, five-year-old walked behind me <laughs> in just his underwear. And just, just very cat didn't say anything, didn't do anything. He just walked behind me, and... And I kind of looked back. <laughs> Seems <laughs> This is just the way it's going to be now. <laughs> but I think students respond well to that kind of thing. It shows them they're human, that you're human and approachable, and you know. So I don't worry about it too much. They, Good. my kids are on campus enough anyway that most of my students have seen them around and know who they are. So well, it just makes I, sense for them to be in the background doing crazy things. I interrupted your shout out earlier, so I gotta give you another chance to do the shout out so oh. they know that you remembered that. <laughs> And John Duncan, you're awesome. I hope you're not wrecking my house right now. <laughs> well, Dr. Meredith Williams, um, we're out of time. And uh, thank you so much for joining us on campus today and uh, for, um, for really just uh, changing the way you've done your profession for the last however many <laughs> years. Uh, I imagine it's a difficult time for all professors and for all students, but it sounds like uh, you guys... Um, have adapted and you're going to get through this and uh, I think we're all going to be a little better because of it so thank you very much and good luck for the rest of the semester thank you very very much